Oh, yes, I'm the great pretender. Pretending that I'm doing well. My need is such, I pretend too much. I'm lonely, but no one can tell. Welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk Vegan Podcast. Hosted by the Shorky Sisters. Repping the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam, the first ever vegan World Naturals Bikini Pro. Coach, author, and blogger. Who's got an ass that's out of this world. Repping the busy, tired moms of the world is Sarah. And her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and unlock the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan and enjoy the ride. Everybody and welcome to the 58th episode of the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast. I am your hostess with the mostess, mostess of the time, of course, Sam Shorky. And I am the co-host with the leastest, Sarah Shorky. <laughs> and together we are sisters, in case you didn't know. And we should be recording an episode for Christmas, seeing as it's one week from now, but alas... We are not prepared. It's actually my fault. I've been sick for like two weeks. My kid has pneumonia. So we had planned to do two episodes, one of which was a holiday. But you guys get this one and no holiday. But we do encourage you to go back and listen to the other Christmas episodes we've done. We've done one all about how to not binge eat your way through the holidays. And I don't even remember what the other one was about. I just remember the song. Last year was a good one, though. Especially we put so much time and effort into the, the song. song yes yeah, at the maybe, beginning that maybe was... we'll we'll replay it on the podcast for everybody whatever the case today we are doing one of those mindful feel good spiritual episodes that i personally love and i do not but this one will be especially fun and enlightening i hope yeah in all seriousness maybe all of these mindful episodes uh, all the optimism is slowly filling up my half empty cup well that's that's great. And what prompted me to want to address this episode is actually a few of my fellow vegan entrepreneurial babe friends. Now, I won't name names because I know that some of them listen to the podcast, but I was chatting with a couple of my vegan pals and I was saying that as a fitness professional, I always feel like people are judging me based on my physical appearance and more specifically how much muscle I have or how muscle and round and firm my buttocks are, of course, which sadly are not what they were pre-baby. Anyway, it was interesting though, because as I was telling my friends about this, I learned that my hairstylist, for one... Didn't we just talk about that person on the last episode? The cat is out of the bag. Well, whatever. I don't think she really gives a shit. I guess we'll find out. But yeah, basically my my hairdresser, Kate. Hi, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. 
was saying that she always feels pressured to make sure her hair is perfectly coiffed and styled because that is something she feels that everyone judges her on. And then my vegan nutritionist friend, hey, Amy. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, she was saying that she sometimes thinks that people judge her based on how healthy looking she is and always feels like she wants her skin to look vibrant because, of course, everyone assumes that as a nutritionist, she would exude health. And then the final example that I learned of recently was the one that made me think, okay, we really have to address this on the podcast. And it was one of my friends who owns a farm animal sanctuary and rescue. And she was buying some protein powder from me. And on two separate occasions throughout this transaction, she made a point of saying, okay, the e-transfer is coming from the sanctuary, but I swear the money, it's from my personal account. And by no means am I buying your protein powder with funds that were raised for the animals. And of course, I never even thought twice about this, but to her, that was obviously something that she felt was a huge judgment that would be coming from others. And so I just thought that all of these examples were so perfect in demonstrating that we really do make assumptions about what everyone else is thinking when in reality... Nobody gives a rat's ass about you? Exactly, because we're all too wrapped up in our own insecurities to give a shit what everyone else is thinking. It's funny, because at first when you were telling me these examples, I just thought that was insane. But I guess I can also kind of understand it, because Mm -hmm. there is, I suppose, an ounce of truth to that, but only to the extreme. Like, if I went into a salon and I see my hairstylist rocking a beehive or a mullet, I might start to get a little concerned. But short of that, I don't think I'd even necessarily notice their hair. I would. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure we touched on this during the Feeling the Pressure to be Fit podcast. So I don't want to repeat a lot of the same stuff twice, but instead I wanted to use these examples of my friends to recommend a book to everybody listening. And don't worry, it's actually a very short read and one that I've actually read three times now. And she has no attention span. Yeah, so that just goes to show how good of a book it is. So if you like listening to audiobooks, I think it's only two hours long. You can get your meal prep done in that time for the week and get all this knowledge. It's called The Four Agreements and it's basically all about the self-limiting beliefs that we all have that essentially rob us of our joy and instead create needless suffering for all of us. Jeez, maybe I should read this book. Again, it's a quick read, so you really should. It's again called The Four Agreements. It's written by Don Miguel Ruiz and basically it's four key principles that we should all practice on the daily in order to create some more love and happiness in our lives. And I really do appreciate all four of the principles, but for this particular episode, I wanted to delve into just a couple of them. There's only four though. What are we, short on time? All right, fine. I'll give a quick summary then of all four points. Hate to be a podcock tease to everyone listening. All right, let's try to get through these fast. So number one, guess you don't have to read the book after all. (laughs) Be impeccable with your word. 
speak with integrity. So I interpret that as say only what you mean, avoid speaking against yourself or gossiping about other people, easier said than done, and use the power of your own word for truth and love only. Well, I don't know about always speaking in truth and love, but I definitely don't have a problem speaking my mind. I feel like we're both bad for gossiping, though. I don't Mm. feel like we're big time gossips, but who doesn't gossip a little bit? Yeah, well, we're totally getting off topic here. That's what I'm here for. Right. Okay, so anyway, the second principle is definitely relevant to this episode, and it's the one that I personally try to practice, although again, easier said than done, and it is don't take everything or anything so personally. Nothing other people do is because of you. And what others say and do is more of a projection of their own reality, their own dreams or failures. And when you are immune to the opinions and actions of other people, it's really cool how you will not be a victim of suffering. That one is definitely not a problem for me. Well, the truth is that we're all so damned focused on ourselves that we are all too wrapped up in our own shit to even care about anyone else. And in fact, one of my favorite sayings, which is not from this book, in fact, I can't remember where I heard it, but it's that you would not worry about what other people think about you so much if you realized how little they actually did. Word. And so I give this advice to all you listeners who, for example, are too scared to go work out in a gym because you think everyone is judging you on your questionable form or your lack of confidence or maybe you've got a little bit of weight to lose, whatever it is, thinking people are questioning your routine or that you're out of shape. Trust me, they don't care. They are so much more concerned about how they are looking to everybody at the gym than how you're looking. And that is what brings me to the third agreement and the main principle that created this whole podcast. Do not make assumptions. I don't know how much I can stress this. We all are so bad for getting wrapped up in our own minds about all these assumptions we make and taking things so personally, but what you really need to do is find the courage to ask questions and express to others what you really want and how you feel. It's not that hard to just communicate as clearly as you can, and that is always going to be the best way to avoid any kind of misunderstanding or drama. Don't make assumptions, and what Don Miguel Ruiz believed that with this one agreement, and if there's only one agreement you take to heart, let it be this one, you can totally transform your life by just stopping making assumptions. It is also this particular agreement and principle that reminds me of a great Mark Twain quote, Sarah, Mm. and it is, it is wiser to find out than to suppose. I don't think Mark Twain was British, but he's got some good stuff. Yeah. He's good shit. Well, I know that I'm definitely guilty of making assumptions, or I was a lot worse before I read this book three times. But a good example is whenever one of my clients disappears, I used to always assume, oh, they weren't happy with my coaching or my plans failed them or I wasn't holding them accountable enough. And then I finally realized the usual reason was actually because they just stopped being consistent or they just stopped following the plans I wrote for them 
them or they assumed that I would be so disappointed in them for not following the plans perfectly so they just wanted to slither away into the darkness and bathe in their own shame and self-loathing and assumptions and taking it personally. Which kind of brings you back to number two. You're assuming it's about you and taking it personally. Exactly. And like I said, this is the one that I still continue to work on every day and really try to overcome in my own life. And for a lot of us, I think we have the tendency to make assumptions about everything. The problem is that we always believe these assumptions to be true. So we make assumptions about what we think other people are doing or thinking and we take it personally and then we blame those people and often react like an idiot because of all these assumptions that we have conjured up in our own minds. And more than anything, we end up creating stress and drama for absolutely nothing. Well, you know what they say about when you assume you make an ass out of you and me. Yes, so profound. Thank you for that, Sarah. I'm trying. So what better time to share the final fourth principle of the four agreements, and that is always do your best. As Don Miguel Ruiz says, your best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be different when you are healthy as opposed to when you are sick. But under any circumstance, simply do your best and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. Okay, now this one I am definitely feeling. Totally guilty of this one. I expect way too much of myself. And then when I don't achieve being superwoman, I feel guilty and disappointed in myself. Well, interestingly enough, I don't really think I'm that bad for this one. And this is one that I've been forced to embrace now more than ever because, in all honesty, I just don't have the time to work out for two hours every day anymore now that I have a baby. Well, it's not that I don't have the time. It's just he requires my constant care constantly. And so I can only do so much working out at home and squatting with him in my arms. So I basically try to prioritize my day as best as possible, but not be attached to the structure of that day because it is forever changing based on Harry's needs and wants. Have you ever had structure? Yes, asshole. I try. Not your best. We haven't even touched on imposter syndrome yet, which was supposed to be the whole basis for this episode. So maybe just shut up for the rest of the episode, Sarah? I'll do my best. Okay, so despite this episode being drenched in self-help guru quotes already, I can't help but be reminded of one that has had such a huge impact on my very being after I heard it. And it's not just because Tony Robbins, aka the sexiest motivational speaker of all time said it, but it's because it really does shape my daily actions when it comes to my own fitness and nutrition. Are you ready for it, Sarah? Edge of my seat. I'll try to do it in a Tony Robbins voice. It is not what you know, but what you do consistently. (laughs) That sounded more like the grumpy man that Dana Carvey used to do. And that's the way it was, we liked it. 
Actually, I've noticed you sending that quote to a lot of clients. I know because it's so profound and relevant, especially for me. And I say this because I know a lot about vegan health and fitness. And if you hire me as your coach, I am absolutely certain that I have the knowledge to help you lose weight or build muscle following the training plans and nutrition programs that I provide you with. But when it comes to living my own life, what I know holds very little value to what I actually do and how I live. So more importantly, what I do consistently is what is reflected to the outside world about how I live my life and that I actually practice what I preach. I feel like you're being a little hard on yourself. You do practice what you preach, or at least you did pre-baby, and you're still (laughs) doing better than most. Well, I guess here then is a good place to talk about imposter syndrome because I feel like this is something that a lot of people deal with, myself included, or at least I have felt it at various times throughout my career as a pro vegan bikini competitor or a coach who's done all these cool transformations for people. I guess let's first define imposter syndrome for everyone in case you don't know or you've never heard that before. Sarah, would you like to share the definition of imposter syndrome? Yes. Let me get out my reading specs here. Wonderful. Harvard University says imposter syndrome can be defined as a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persist despite evident success. Imposters suffer from chronic self-doubt and a sense of intellectual fraudulence that override any feelings of success or external proof of their competence. So in other words, Tony Robbins quote that it's not what you know, but what you do consistently really is the antidote to overcoming imposter syndrome. Unfortunately, the imposters are far too blinded with self-doubt to grasp Tony's wise words. How about let's try to give a few tangible action steps to help anyone out there who is self-doubting or suffering from imposter syndrome. Something more than a quote, as much as I love those quotes. And I want to touch going back to the four agreements and how Don Miguel Ruiz tells us to just do your best because this is one that I've really had to absorb in my new life as a mother and last night I stayed over at mom and dad's place because we of course were going to be recording our podcast here in their bedroom closet where we are. I keep trying not to laugh that you have a belt from a housecoat constantly (laughs) slapping you in the side of the head. Oh. (laughs) But anyway, I had been super sedentary all day and I had a ton of client plans to write and work to do but I finally got Harry to bed and it was 8 o'clock and I heard Tony's words in his deep sexy voice telling me do it Sam (laughs) be consistent and so I closed up my laptop and went into mom and dad's freezing cold basement with their little barbell and decaying weight (laughs) plates from the 1970s and you know what I hammered out 20 squats 20 bench presses, few shoulder presses, some hip thrusters, and I called it a day. And there was no need for self-doubt or self-abuse because that was all I could do. And given the, the way the day had gone, you know what? It was my best. So 
I'd say the first action step in overcoming imposter syndrome is just literally follow the advice of doing your best, abiding by those four agreements. And believe me, I can completely relate to feeling like a fraud. I remember the first time I got asked to speak on vegan bodybuilding at a big vegan expo. I was majorly suffering from imposter syndrome, and I felt like I didn't know nearly enough about veganism or bodybuilding to publicly educate hundreds of people despite having had some success and personal and client wins in physique shows and whatnot. But I realized that at the heart of all of this anxiety was my own lack of self-esteem and confidence. And what do I always tell people to do in order to become more confident? Be courageous. And I think that's something we talked about in, in one of the first ever episodes we recorded of this podcast. So despite shitting my pants about giving that talk, I just sucked it up and I worked up the courage to get on stage and do that talk, even though I was panicking something awful on the inside. And you know what? I killed it. And I was on such a high afterward that I wanted to do more speaking gigs. And with more experience, I got better and better at public speaking. And the same went for coaching. I know that I'm a way better coach six years into the business than I was in that first year doing it. I'm forever gaining new experience. I'm always doing more and more research and gaining more knowledge. And I firmly believe forever gaining new experience, doing research, and just doing as much as possible to get more knowledge is the best way to stop yourself from feeling like a fake or a phony. Never stop learning. The same thing goes for your fitness and nutrition pursuits. Fine if you fall off the wagon. You're human. It's going to happen. You're not going to be perfect every day. Some weeks will be better than others. Some years will be better than others. But don't just look at yourself as a self-improvement project. This is about self-discovery. Learn about your body. Learn how food affects your mind and, and discover what foods make you thrive and what foods make you feel like shit. The same thing goes for exercise. Instead of thinking, oh, I'm a big failure because I didn't make it to the gym this week. Turn it around and say, huh, I didn't make it to the gym this week. Maybe I should try working out at home. See if that works better for me. Be a researcher of yourself, not a bully. You like that? I don't know. That just sounds boring. (laughs) What sounds boring? I thought that was a really good motivational spiel. No, not the spiel. I think it's just you have a general interest in self-help and healing and all that other best health horse shit. (laughs) Whereas I would rather stick a fork in my eye than read any kind of self-help book. And I love to read, but I have zero interest in reading any of that kind of shit. Okay, so how then do those fictional thrillers that you go through (laughs) weekly work out for you and help improve your life and well-being? Well, that's how I escape. That's my TV. That's my self-care time, Sam. Yeah, no, fair enough. It's a hell of a lot more enjoyable than staring at myself in front of the mirror telling myself that people like me. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. Okay, anyway, I thought you weren't going to talk for the rest of this episode. Well, it's hard when you have such valuable things to say. Right. Are we done this episode yet? Yeah, fine, whatever. But I actually have something cool to finish this episode with. So I was doing some research on imposter syndrome and celebrities, huge multi-billionaire celebrities, actually suffer from imposter syndrome more than anyone. And so I actually found some quotes 
quotes from super famous celebrities because I think it's important for all of us Joe Blows to know that literally everyone feels like a fraud from time to time. All right, let's hear it. So here is one from the queen of sexiness and talent. And I like to think of her as my own spirit animal if I could dance and didn't hate her for wearing so much fur and mink eyelashes. Can you guess who? She wears mink eyelashes? Who do you think it is? J-Lo? Yeah. Jennifer Lopez, her quote about imposter syndrome is, Even though I had sold 70 million albums, there I was feeling like I'm no good at this. Because I think deep down inside, she's still Jenny from the block. Okay, or here's one from Coldplay singer Chris Martin. It's helpful to have some arrogance with paranoia. If we were all paranoia, we'd never leave the house. If we were all arrogance, no one would want us to leave the house. And yet here, like Mark Twain, Chris Martin's actually British. (laughs) I was thinking that, but I couldn't remember (laughs) if he was. So you just went with the weird Kevin Costner from Robin Hood? (laughs) And finally, my favorite from the always cute and hilarious Tina Fey. Love her. Yep. The beauty of the imposter syndrome is you waver between extreme egomania and a complete feeling of... I'm a fraud. Oh, God, they're on to me. I'm a fraud. So you just try to ride the egomania when it comes and enjoy it and then slide through the idea of fraud. Well put, Tina. Yeah. Well put. Okay, so before we sign off, here is something we have not done in a while, and that is read our latest Apple podcast review, which is oh so sweet and totally inflates my ego as opposed to my inner fraud. It is titled, I Love the JOTB Podcast, and is five stars, of course. It comes from Katie in the US of 80. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Take it away, sir. I think I'm going to do it in the Dana Carvey old man voice. I found this podcast while searching for vegan fitness podcast options, and I'm so glad I did. As a former figure competitor, longtime fitness professional, and mother of two who is newer to the vegan scene, I find every episode to be very informative and incredibly entertaining. I also have have a sister, and we are about the same age as Sam and Sarah, so all of the childhood memories and references are dead on for me, too. I'm grateful to have found such a (laughs) wonderful source of vegan fitness knowledge from a female podcast, and all the other podcasts I listened to up until Finding J.O.T.B. were by males. (laughs) Thank you, ladies. I will be a JOTV follower for all of eternity. (laughs) (laughs) That was so hard to not laugh through. Good one. Thank you. I think that might be my new favorite review. Yeah, that was so awesome. Yeah, everything about it. And I love when people get our obscure references. Yeah, and I love that she thinks we're the only podcast by females. Yeah, that's right. We're the the only one. The only one. You're lucky, Katie. Yeah, get all your friends to 
to subscribe to. Yeah. All right. So before we get on to our final finale song, uh, again, I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And hopefully we will get back to podcasting on a regular schedule in the new year. And we forgot, let's announce the Patreon winner for the last episode, which was all about hair loss. And Katie Lee, uh, who is a vegan stylist extraordinaire, was kind enough to donate perhaps one of our best prizes yet. Mm -hmm. Some awesome hair thickening, hair growth promoting products from Monate. Of course, vegan, all botanically based. And whoever wins these is sure to have the healthiest, thickest, Rapunzel-like hair ever. So let's get to it. Sarah, who is the winner? Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. The winner is Jessica S. I wonder what her hair is like. Yeah, let's hope she's near bald. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Make it really worth her while. Yes. And so what is the prize for this week? I've been sick, so I dropped the ball on this one. Yeah, good point. How about a tub of New Zest Clean Lean Protein Powder? Perfect. All right. What song will we be singing to conclude the imposter syndrome slash stop making assumptions slash stop taking things so personally episode? Today we will be singing Creep by Radiohead. What does that have to do with imposter syndrome? You know, he's, he wishes he was I special. Don't belong yeah, he doesn't here. belong here. All right, cool. I love this Shut song. Shut up. I've been sick. It's a great song. All right, here we go. When you were here before, couldn't look you in the eye. You're just like an angel. Your skin makes me cry. You float like a feather In a beautiful world I wish I was special You're so fucking special But I'm a creep I'm a widow What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here I don't belong here <laughs> I wish you guys could see how yeah. we look at into each I'm other's glad they eyes can't. Yeah, <laughs> in the closet. Yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. Hope you all enjoyed this episode. Hope you got some little knowledge nuggets. And we will be back in 2020. Happy holidays. Oh, oh, oh. We love you guys. Thanks for the support. Shorky sisters out. I love myself today.